Has that pointy-headed math teacher complained? Honestly, she heaved an aggrieved sigh. I don't see any point in algebra. This isn't about school. Although there is a good deal we might discuss there, your grades are deplorable. Perhaps your lack of attention to your duties is part of a larger picture. He folded his arms. I am aware that you did not stay with a friend last Friday night. Instead, you were in Savannah with one Steve Raymond. He spoke the name with distaste. Leslie made an effort to appear distressed. Steve and I were just having an adventure. Uncle was such an old sap, maybe he'd believe her. She'd been fooling him for years. Some of the kids dared me to spend the night with a guy in Savannah. She tried to sound casual, amused, like the old movies where they stood around drinking martinis and smoking and talking smart. We stayed at a Holiday Inn, but we were kind of like on a scavenger hunt, and we went around town getting trinkets to prove we'd stayed, and we had the ferry tickets too with the time we came back the next morning. She clapped her hands together. I won the bet, and now a bunch of them have to take turns doing whatever I say. She tilted her head. I'm going to make Margot walk down Main Street in a bikini. For an instant, she wished her fabrication were real. It would be delicious to make tall, skinny, elegant Margot shiver. She was pleased with her invention. Everett's grim face remained hard. You spent the night with him in a motel. One of your teachers saw you and called me. You're underage. I understand he's nineteen. If I call the police, he'll go to jail. Leslie stiffened. It was a joke. Come on. And I'm almost eighteen. He was a dried-up old stick. No wonder Nicole cheated on him. What was it Mr. Wingate said in English the other day about somebody in a novel? That he was a dunce. She liked that word. That's what Uncle was. A dunce. She wished she could tell him. Everett glanced at a legal pad on his desk. Where did you meet him? She gave a casual wave of her hand. On the beach last summer. A bunch of kids hang out together. It's real laid back. Where does he live? Her shrug was elaborate. I don't know. We were over at Bunny's. She was pleased with her casual tone. She could almost believe her own lies. And the idea came up, and he was the one who said, sure, he'd play along, why not? He's a real joker, and so good in bed. But I can't tell you all that much about him. She had a quick memory of the shabby cabin where Steve lived, and the fun they had with his dad usually out of town. Everett's tone was frosty. The teacher knew a bit about him. She said he dropped out of school a couple of years ago. His mother ran off with a drummer in Savannah. His father's rarely home, always on the road. His derisive tone dismissed Steve and his family as undesirables. Leslie felt a rush of panic. If he kept nosing around, he'd find out about much more than a single night on the mainland. She managed a tinkling laugh. It was just a joke. I promise I won't do it again. Since there had been no joke, that wouldn't be a hard promise to keep. You are forbidden to see Steve Raymond again, and... He looked at her with that slimy gaze. 
Unless you agree, I'll cut your allowance. Leslie played a mean hand of poker. She knew when to fold them. Again, she gave a shrug. No problem. This was no big deal, a joke. Steve played along. And don't even think about going to the cops. There was an edge to her voice. That would be so humiliating. I couldn't show my face at school. So let it go and Steve will be history. As she walked out of his office, she was thinking fast. Would he keep checking? He might. If he did, he might keep his threat to cut her allowance. He didn't live in the real world, and he had no idea she had more money than anyone she knew. She had her future planned. As soon as she got out of boring, awful high school, she would rent an apartment in Savannah, maybe take enough classes to keep her uncle agreeable. But she wouldn't be able to do anything without money.